0: Love Talk
1: Radio. Go With Angels is more than the title of Mary Brotherton's debut book. It's her wish for you and your loved ones. Join her on her podcast every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time as she talks about angels and messengers from the spirit world. Of course, she'll talk about her book and the inspiration behind it, too. Call 516 418 5651 5, after 11 on Friday mornings to share your stories about Angelic Encounters.
0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is it's 11 o'clock on December sixteenth, twenty 2022. My name is Mary Brotherton. I am the author of Go With Angels, a book of short stories about angelic encounters. You can buy a copy of my book if you're interested. Um, the, The information is in the description of the show. But I mostly want to talk with you today about Christmas miracles. Call me at 516-418-5651. I'm going to play a quick little commercial to give callers a chance to call in. And if I get a caller, we'll just talk, talk, talk. And if I don't get a caller, then it'll just be me. And you'll have to listen, listen, listen. But But here's Tony with a little information about Newsly.
1: Have you ever read a web article on the Internet that really spoke to you? No, I mean really spoke to you. Well, let me tell you about Newsly. Newsly is the new and incredible audio app made especially for iOS and Android. Newsly picks up web articles about the most trending topics throughout the entire Internet. And at any given moment, Newsly reads those web articles to you in a natural human voice. Browse your favorite articles from topics you choose, stop scrolling, start playing, start listening, and start learning. And... Newsly has podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. Our podcasts, Unscripted, Coffee, Candy, and Creative, and On Demand are there too. Go to www.newsly.me to download and use Newsly for free now. And if you use promo code Radio, all one word and with caps, receive a one-month free premium description. For the first time in the history of the Internet, The web becomes listenable. Listen and learn with Newsly.
0: Thank you so much, Tony. And I want to tell you folks, uh, since we're talking about miracles, this wasn't necessarily a Christmas miracle, but I believe it's a miracle. Tony came into my life when I needed some help, more, more than you can imagine. And he was right there, Johnny on the Spot. He has now taken over the show for Unscripted on Thursday nights. He loves it as much as I love having him work on it. But I want to kind of go back for just a second and remind you that you know, last week we talked about My Junkyard Lexus, which is a story in my book, Go With Angels. I also talked a little bit about the number one, specifically 1111, and how it appeared when my co-founders and I were creating Be Unique. I know, I know, I promised you I'd tell you more about angel numbers today, but I've decided to save that for next week because today I want to talk about miracles, specifically Christmas miracles, and the reason that I've changed up is because I have this I got a message. It was a very subtle little bit of information in my head that said, talk about Christmas miracles. And I know there are people that may not believe in miracles. They may not believe they exist. And they may not believe in Christmas or the Christmas spirit. But let me tell you, first of all, what the dictionary defines as a miracle. It's a surprising and welcome event that is not explainable. By natural or scientific laws. Therefore, it's considered to be the work of a divine situation, whether it's God or angel or Santa Claus or the spirit of Christmas. It's something divine that you can't explain. It's often called a supernatural phenomenon, a mystery, a sign. Um, It's a highly improbable or extraordinary event. It could be an accomplishment that brings very welcome consequences. Have you ever heard? It was a miracle that more people hadn't been killed or injured. Some people consider an amazing product or achievement an outstanding example of something like a washing machine that was a miracle of design. The miracle of modern science. The miracle of the Internet. So how is that different from a Christmas miracle? Because I believe, and I believe most of my listeners also believe, that miracles happen every day. It's a miracle we wake up in the morning sometimes. The way we live our lives, the way we misuse and abuse and mistreat our bodies by not feeding it properly, by not taking the, the proper amounts of exercise and oxygen, breathing, taking risks. If we don't you know, if we push and push and push and burn our candles at both ends and whittle away at the middle, it is a miracle we wake up some mornings. My friend Jennifer, her husband Bob, has had numerous heart attacks. He's had so many heart attacks that the last time he had a heart attack the doctor said, it's a miracle you survived. There's nothing more we can do for you except to handle your situation with medication. There's no more room to put stents in his heart to help with the blood flow. Bob is barely 65 years old. My own father was 60 when he died. He died of a heart attack, but he also died of a brain tumor. Now, my father believed that you eat What you feel like eating, you work hard, you play hard, you drink hard, you smoke hard. He died very early. It was probably a miracle that he survived as long as he did. My own sons have survived many near-death experiences. And if you want to get a copy of my book, Go With Angels, there are stories in there. And there will be more stories to come because I didn't put them all in the book at that time would have made it very big, it would have made it very difficult for anyone to afford to buy. I want people to read these stories and enjoy them and learn from the little lessons. Every story comes with a lesson at the end. But back to what is a Christmas miracle? It's when some highly unlikely stroke of good fortune happens right when you need it, where you want it most simply through the magic of Christmas. Now, this can be applied to an actual miracle. The characters involved may not be entirely human, like angels. Angels that stop cars from killing youngsters. Angels that pull young people, children, out of the way. Angels that take on the form of little puppies and walk your child through what could have been disaster. I have some stories that will be coming in my future books about the miracles people receive specifically at Christmas time. But today I want to share something. I want to share some, well, I'm not sure how many stories I'm going to have time for, but I want to tell you one story that I think is pretty miraculous. It, started out many years ago when I was not yet married into the family. I was the the fiance of the uh, you know my husband's fiance and I had no money. I had lost a job that i I really thought I needed, and I just didn't know what else to do, so I started combing the internet for stories. My first thought was. The story of O. Henry, the gift of the magi. And that's a, sto- a miracle in itself. It's a short story. It's longer than most of my short stories. But it's the story of a young couple who want to give each other wonderful gifts for their very first Christmas. They have very little money, then, although the story was written many years ago. Uh, let me see if I can find out when it was written. I I, I love O. Henry. Uh, I love his stories, but I don't know when he wrote uh, them. But I will say he lived in the early uh, to when, late nineteenth and early twentieth century. So the story, "The Gift of the Magi," was probably written in. Um, uh, probably in the early 1900s. And I just do a little quick check here on the Internet and find out. It was, okay, well, the, the protagonist was being paid $30 a week. Then he took a pay cut and was only making $20. And so this story tells of this young couple and how to deal with the challenge of buying secret gifts for each other with very little money. And it, it's a twisty story. It was written in 1905. Okay, so early, early 20th century. Things were different then, but the story holds true in the 21st century, which was when I was with my husband um, as his fiance, and I had no money. So I, I looked up that story, and I uh, shared it with my in-laws. I just said, this this is the, the only gift I can give you this year. Well, my mother-in-law... Loved it so much. She said, I want you to read us another story like that next year. Well, I ended up doing something better. I wrote a story for our, they were not my original stories. These were stories that I found and I shared with them. Everybody in the family, and I always now ask who's coming for Christmas so that I can make sure that I have a story for every person in the family to read. And every year that we've been together, we have read these stories. I remember one time I wasn't going to be with the family for Christmas. I was going to be with my mother. We weren't coming back to my brothers and family for Christmas that year. So I sent the stories on to them to celebrate, and they were a flop. My mother-in-law said it's because I wasn't there. Maybe, maybe not. But we've been together together. 22 years. So for the better part of 20 years, I have shared amazing stories that other people have written about Christmas and Christmas miracles and uh, everyday miracles. I want to play a real quick little ad and tell you a little bit about um, unscripted because that's, that's our flagship show. And then when I come back, I'm going to read you someone else's stories about Christmas miracles.
1: Be Unique Radio brings you unscripted conversations with world changers and difference makers. Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on all your favorite platforms. Visit BeUnique.org to learn who is scheduled next and how you can talk with our guests and become part of the show. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. See you there. All right.
0: So I've got several stories. I found them online at Reader's Digest. Um. It's called uh, 18 True Christmas Miracles That Will Restore Your Hope for the Holidays. It was written or updated by Brandon Spector on December 12, 2022. These are true stories that prove that a well-timed letter, a handful of pennies, or a single gust of wind can make an ordinary Christmas a cherished memory. Now, I want to tell you, all I did was look up Christmas Miracles, and I found it. It's on rd.com, and just look up Christmas Miracles. And I'm just going to take their word for it and see what comes up in the time that we have allotted for the show, which I have about 15 minutes, and if anybody wants to call as I'm reading, please call in. We've got 15 minutes to talk, and we can talk about a lot in that length of time. My number is 516-418-5651. I'll be here for another 15 minutes. And then I'm going to go visit one of my miracle makers. Martha Watts challenged me to complete my first book. And she, we asked, you know, I asked her which book. And she said, do you know which book? And I did. And that's why I did my, my go with angels. This one's called The Mail Train's Gift. My mother told me this true story from World War I many years ago. Christmas 1917 was coming, but because her brother, Archie Kleichman, was missing in action and presumed dead, the family was not going to celebrate. The townspeople of Parker, South Dakota, always joked that the small town postmaster read all the postcards whenever the mail train came into town. On that Christmas Eve, he lived up to his reputation. The family was always grateful that the postmaster, instead of waiting for the rural mail to go out the day after Christmas, called my grandmother and told her that Archie was being held as a prisoner of war. Archie even wrote on the postcard that he was well. Of course, my mother said, that turned out to be the best Christmas ever. Archie came home after the war and lived to a ripe old age. That story was submitted by Kay Johnson from Parker, South Dakota. Now, I'm um, going on to the next story because there are no callers. But if you want to call, we've got time. 516-418-5651. I'd love to talk with you about how angels are a part of your life or if you have received a Christmas miracle. They happen all year long, but at Christmas time, they seem to be especially important this story is called a season for mercy polly my stepmom suggested the sweetest name mercy we soon learned it was just what this new boxer pup would need my parents rambunctious dog would bolt out of bed and go 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 all day long so when they brought home a christmas tree they expected chaos to their astonishment mercy didn't seem to care she paid no attention to the tree suddenly growing in her living room, nor did she react to the fancy present under it, including a wrapped box of milk bones. Dad and Polly were wary. They'd never had a dog that didn't force them to move everything to higher ground as if they were expecting a flood, but Mercy seemed oblivious. A few days before Christmas, Polly woke as usual. She passed the dimly lit living room and then stopped cold. Glancing back into the room, she saw that every last present was gone. Only the treat was still there. Had they been robbed? Why hadn't Mercy barked? Where was she? Had the burglars taken her? Her thoughts frantic, Polly noticed a scrap of ribbon on the floor. Then a bit of torn wrapping. A few feet away. Some glitter beyond that. The clues all made a trail leading toward the back door. Polly flipped the switch, bathing the backyard in light. The perpetrator's head lifted and froze. Alarm and guilt made her eyes wide.
1: Oh, yes,
0: it was mercy. She lay under her favorite tree in a fluffy nest of shredded wrapping paper, chewed up boxes and curling bits of ribbon. Presents, pawed from their packages, were strewn among tattered bows. Beautifully wrapped boxes had gaping holes, fragments of tissue paper mixed with the last remaining evidence of gifts. Clearly, Mercy's self-control had failed. She'd silently carried one package after another out the doggy door so she could pillage in private. Anything edible was gone, including cookies, chocolates, candy canes, and four pounds of milk bones. Nature took pity on Mercy, and she survived her midnight snack. My parents were so grateful they left off the ruined presents. Only one problem remained. With all the gift tags destroyed, how could they send out thank you cards? Mercy presented the problem, so Mercy provided the answer. A few days later, Polly returned to her easy chair to find Mercy guiltily licking a plate where a donut donut had just been. Polly snapped a picture of the shamefaced pooch and used it to make thank you notes. caption read, thank you for the question mark. Inside, the whole story was explained. We all had to laugh. And everyone shared the sweet reminder that amid all the gift giving, it really is a season for mercy. Now, you know, this makes me think about customs and, and traditions. I told you about my tradition of giving, sharing a story with my family at Christmas time. Interestingly enough, it's only something I do with my brothers and family. It's not something I do with my mother's family. It's not something that went over well with my brother-in-law's family. But it, it works with us. This story, I don't remember when it was written. It doesn't say when it was written. But it talked about giving gift cards or sending thank you cards for Christmas gifts. Nowadays, we barely say thank you in a text. We might say thanks for the gifts, thanks for thinking of me, but the traditions of sending out Christmas cards have sometimes gone by the wayside. A lot of people don't like to do that because of the trees that are wasted in the need for printing cards. Um, But still, a thank you it goes a long, long way. I don't send Christmas cards anymore for a variety of reasons, and I won't share those with you now because it's not important. But what I do like to do is take a photo of all the Christmas cards I get. I wait until I'm pretty sure I've gotten all of them, and then I post them on Facebook, and I tag everybody who sent me a card and say thank you that way. I'm going to move on to another story. It's called Our Pennies Made All the Difference. But first, I want to give you the number. We still have about eight minutes of the show left. Lots of time to discuss your Christmas miracle. 516-418-5651 if you want to call and talk about your Christmas miracles or your angel or your Christmas traditions. Pretty much anything goes. Okay, this story is called Our Pennies Made All the Difference. Many years ago when I was making 75 cents an hour, boy, that was a long time ago, My three children asked for bicycles for Christmas. I couldn't afford them. So that January, I put three bikes on layaway. I paid all through the year. But a week before Christmas, I still owed $14.50. The Saturday before Christmas, my son Ricky asked how much I needed. When I told him, he asked if he could pour the pennies out of the penny jug we kept. I said, son, I don't care. But I know there's not $14.50 worth of pennies in there. Ricky poured them out, counted them. Mom, there's $15.50 worth of pennies. Ecstatic, I told him to count out $1 for gas so I could go get bikes. I've always thought of this as our little Christmas miracle. It was a blessing for Christmas as anyone. It was as blessed a Christmas as anyone could have had. This story was written by Dot Williams from Campton, Georgia. And I think I'm going to go back and, and make sure I tag everybody in this story because it's really, really cute stories. Here's a story that is in keeping with my book called Go With Angel, which you can buy for $15 at paypal.me forward slash go with angels. I pay the shipping. Just $15 gets you a book of more uplifting stories like this one, but this one's called Snow Angel. Ice and snow pelted the window of the office where I was working. As the wind howled, I wondered how I would get home. The 12-mile route took me up and down steep hills and around treacherous turns. I whispered a prayer for safety. My little green blazer was doing well over the ice-crusted roadway, dodging the snowdrifts. But as I ascended one of the steepest and scariest hills, I noticed the tires were slipping and my trusty SUV was having difficulty climbing the grade. I decided it was time to switch to four-wheel drive, hold the lever back just like my husband had taught me. Slowly, the tires gripped the road and the top of the hill came within sight. But at the crest, the vehicle just stopped. I pushed and pulled the lever. Nothing happened. I was stuck with snow and ice petals swirling. Now what? I thought I had met no one on this lonely stretch of road. Even Oh, boy, i bad reader. Now what? Even though I had met no one on this lonely stretch of road, I silently asked that someone come help me. After a few minutes, I spied an old, rattling pickup truck. A smiling young man I had never seen before in our small community rolled down his window and asked if I needed help. I assured him that I did. He stepped into the wintry madness and showed me how to maneuver the four-wheel drive shifting gear, locking it into place. In no time, I had the blazer moving toward home. When I thanked the stranger and asked if he lived around the area, he said, oh, over yonder. But I tell you, folks, I'm not finished reading this story. I've got chill bumps like crazy. That's telling me that my angels are approving this story very much. So the woman continues, do I believe in angels? You betcha. Her name is R. Elaine Sherry from New Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And I'm really excited about reading this. And I've got four minutes left in today's show. That gives you just enough time to call in with your Christmas story, your Christmas miracle, your angel story, your Christmas tradition. My number's 516-418-5651. If I get no more readers after, I mean no yeah no more callers after I read this next story, I'm going to call it a day. But I I think I have a need for this story for maybe next month. This looks short. It's called Santa Fe on the Road. I might have one for two stories. At Christmas time in 1961, Our family was on the way from Seattle to a new assignment on the East Coast. My goodness, this sounds like my friend Jennifer East. She started life in Seattle and moved to the East Coast. Anyway, we checked into a motel in Watertown, South Dakota. It was not the best time to travel with young children who were concerned about Santa finding us on the road. We headed into town to find a store, and as our car approached an intersection... It was a Santa right in the crosswalk. He held up his hand for us to stop, and we rolled down our windows. Santa poked his head through a window and said to our kids, I was wondering where I'd find you tonight. Naturally, the kids were thrilled to pieces. They made sure we told Santa which motel we were staying at so he could find them. My wife and I had tucked away gifts for the trip, as we knew we wouldn't have time to shop along the way. The car top carrier... An out-of-state license plate might have been a giveaway, but whatever it was, that Santa really made Christmas 1961 a memorable one for our kids. This was written by Dave Grinstead from Bellingham, Washington. Now, I've got two minutes left, and I think instead of reading another story, I'm going to just tell you that I probably will continue this until Christmas. Uh, I like the idea of doing this Christmas story. Um, And uh, I think I'm going to bookmark this site and come back and read more stories. I hope you have enjoyed them. I hope you like the stories. And I really hope that you'll buy a copy of my book, Go With Angels, because it's got lots more stories like this. And I've been told by the 107 people that have bought them that they really like my book. If you're in the Melbourne or Orlando, Merritt Island, Space Coast, Treasure Coast, Central Florida region this Saturday, December 17th, 2022, I will be signing copies of my book. They are for sale at Essential Elements Wellness in downtown Melbourne. And I'm having a special price just for that event. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye, everybody. And, Tony, take us out of here. Thanks
1: for listening to Go With Angels with Mary Brotherton. If you want to order a copy of Go With Angels, just reach out to mary at beunique.org for details. That's dot eorg And be sure to tune in every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time For more stories about angelic encounters, follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio so you don't miss a single episode.